Welcome to the Cutaways Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Justine. And today we are joined by a special guest. Special guest. Hello. <laughs> I'm Chris. Hey, Chris is here. Chris, do you want to tell everybody who you are, what you do? Uh, sure. My name is Chris Visser. I am editor, assistant editor, colorist in LA, currently on season two of Shooter for USA as an assistant editor. I think I said that, but if I didn't, <laughs> now it's clear. I have uh, two very cute dogs, one of which got a very ugly Aww. haircut yesterday and I'm very <laughs> upset about. Like, he looks like crap, but I'm very... We tried a different dog grooming place and I'm not going back. <laughs> nice. And he is such a cute dog and he looks terrible right now. And I'm is very, he miserable? No, he's, he's like fine. Totally fine. Like, he's okay. a chill dog. He, he doesn't, doesn't, know, he doesn't know that he's ugly right now. <laughs> you know what, Chris? I think you are the... First and only person who's been on our show that has actually listened to it. <laughs> I feel like, yeah. Because I like just like, hey, this is like, we're just going to talk and like, I, I don't think know. Have it fun. was like, what, like six months ago or something? You were like, I want to be on your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was the, it was the, yeah, it was Christmas the BCPC Christmas. Christmas man. That's the yeah. other thing I do. I'm part of the Blue Collar Post Collective. We talk about a lot on yeah. here. Do you? Do. Yeah. yeah. I haven't listened to those episodes. <laughs> yeah. I cherry pick because I don't want to listen to, to an episode that I haven't seen the movie of. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. want to have do any that. unbiased opinions right. when going into said viewings. Like the movie we're going to watch today, I know nothing about it. <laughs> like, we'll talk about that later, but I, I, have, I have things to say that I don't know about this movie. <laughs> I just listened to the Father of the Bride episode and the Chasing Amy episode. Some classics. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Chasing Amy is Angry Ashley episode. Yeah, you yeah. were. Yeah. <laughs> I debated telling you guys this, but I was going to, because at a point in that episode, you're like, I just want a shirt that says like something, something, something banky. Yeah. And I wanted to like make those shirts oh! and bring them today, but I ran out of time. Oh. So if like they show up someday, oh. you'll know who they're oh, from. So, so Chris. Yes. I don't know if you know this. Okay. I may have told you a little earlier. You're here on a very special episode. You did tell me earlier. Yes. <laughs> This is the season three premiere yes. of the Cutaways podcast. <laughs> yes. Season three. Season three. <laughs> we um, started season two a year ago with um, 1993, So I Married an Axe Murderer. So I was thinking, we did we did a little recap last year, but we did it in, on our blog. Yeah. And <laughs> since we don't maintain our blog, it's so much... I was going to say, I didn't even know you guys had a blog. <laughs> We I don't think we've had it since uh, a year. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got some uh, year two by the numbers. Dun, dun, dun. So, dun, dun. Yeah, we'll get we're going to get to our episode our, our movie with you in a little bit. But we're just going to recap how our year has been. Cool. I'll just stay silent. No, <laughs> no, you can interact if it's an episode you've listened to. Uh. Yeah. Year two was a little different for us because we've had a much more broad range of directors, actors, and actresses. Year one, we saw a lot of the same Repetition. people. Right. Yeah. Like we watched like a bazillion Cary Grant movies because... Who doesn't love Cary because Grant? Because he's Cary Grant. Grant. Yeah. He's um, Bay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So for this year, we didn't have just one most watch actor. We had five who are our top five dudes? Our top five dudes are Ewan McGregor, uh-huh. who we saw in Emma and A Life Less Ordinary. <laughs> Terrible movies. Alan Arkin. What? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> who was in So I Married an Axe Murderer and Gross Point Blank. Greg Kinnear, of course. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and he was in As Good As It Gets and You've Got Mail. One good movie, another terrible movie. <laughs> 
I've never seen you got mail. <gasps> what? <laughs> That's it. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I'll no, be back no, later. <laughs> um, ben Stiller, who was in Reality Bites and There's Something About Mary. But I say, like, our top leading man. In general? In general. has got to be John Hanna, who was oh, in yes. Four Weddings and a Funeral and Sliding Doors. Who yes. he always plays like the perfect man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Even in the mummy where you're supposed to hate him, but you still don't. <laughs> right. Who okay, so who is John Hanna? Hanna. John Hanna. Yeah. Who's he in the mummy? He's the brother in the mummy. Oh, he's great in the mummy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's really he's Scottish. <laughs> yeah, he's really I Scottish. Love the mummy. The original <laughs> mummy like not the original. The nineteen ninety nine mummy <laughs> is the so Brandon good. Fraser mummy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not the Tom Cruise mummy, which we all hate. Yes. Without seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> so those are our most watched actors of the year. John Hanna. John Hanna. So our most watched actress of our first year was Audrey Hepburn. Oh of yes. course. Um and again, this year we've had three three top watch actresses. So Cameron Diaz. We watched in My Best Friend's Wedding, A Life oh, Less right. Ordinary, and There's Something About Mary. Right. Everybody hates on Cameron Diaz in Streets of New- uh, Gangs of New York. I don't mind her in Gangs of New York. I think she's good. I've never seen Gangs of New York. People genuinely hate her in that movie. And I'm like, I don't, I don't see it. I think she's great. I don't have a problem Unpopular with her like, opinion. in general. Just something about Mary like really turned me off to her. She's too manic pixie dream girl. Sure. Please stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another most watched actress, and this spans not only this year, but last year, Joan Cusack. <gasps> Joan, patron saint of the podcast. This year, we watched her in Working Girl, Gross Point Blank, and Runaway Bride. Yes. But her best role is in School of Rock. <laughs> as Miss, Miss Lemons. Um, but, you know, a top leading lady that we've watched the most this year, unfortunately... <laughs> Has to be Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Gwyneth. We Gwyneth. <laughs> we watched her in Emma, Shakespeare in Love, and Sliding Doors. With so many different accents, I don't know where she's from. <laughs> A different accent in each. Yeah, but, <laughs> but goop, guys. It's great. <laughs> but goop. She's much better in the Marvel movies. Um, you're going to be very surprised about our, our most watched director hmm. because it's Gene Kelly. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, Gene. <laughs> we watched Hello, Dolly and Singing in the Rain this year. We didn't Your have another only, repeat. Only repeat was the, it was Gene Kelly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know. That's surprising. We watched a whole, like I said, this year was just like from 93, 99, just a whole variety of people. Because last year it was Stanley Donan. It was. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Considering their relationship. Yes. <laughs> Ashley has like already just written the fanfic. Right? I have. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like fate. It's fate. It's fate. Category that we did not do last year, but we can do now, is Most Watch Editor. Mm. And this will not be surprising because there is one editor who comes up a lot. This is Richard Marks. Not to be confused with Richard Marks, the musician. (laughs) (laughs) Different spelling. But this year we've watched You've Got Mail, Mm -hmm. As Good As It Gets, and Father of the Bride that he's edited. He's also edited Say Anything and Sixteen Candles. I have, I found a quote from Richard Marks about editing that I thought, yay quotes, you guys would like. The thing that attracted me to editing is the feeling that I can change things, hopefully for the better. 
you can't do that in your own life. You don't have that kind of control. Mm, interesting. <laughs> That's going on my wall. I was like, is that just about to be on your dream board? I was about to say that. <laughs> that and the quote from The Martian. <laughs> You're going to science the, the shit out of it. No. Okay. So you love potatoes. We, we had this conversation. I had this conversation in our lady pod squad slack, mm-hmm. which go lady pod squad. <laughs> and we were talking about our love of potatoes. Okay. And so like the only gift that I could find <laughs> related to potatoes that was like relatively funny was from the Martian. So because of my love of potatoes, I sat and rented the Martian on Amazon and watched the entire thing. At the end, he says like this thing about how you have to go you, to to uh, get through something bad because everything's going to go to shit eventually. Yeah. Mm. You just you do the math and you just do one problem that you solve the problem one at a time. And if you're lucky and you solve enough problems, you get to go home. It's like that's going on my wall too. Yeah. Nice. So our most watched year this year was 1998. We watched oh, 98. 12 movies. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We watched 12 movies from 1998. Isn't that like a quarter of your year? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're very well versed now. We didn't really like 1998 from what I remember. You know, we didn't like a lot of movies this Mm -mm. year. Mm -mm. I've got a countdown (laughs) of the worst movies we've watched this year. In, you know, in order of... (laughs) This is bad, but they're getting worse. (laughs) 1997's A Life Less Ordinary. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, all I remember is it's the name of a song, and I played that song on the podcast, yeah. and uh, Ewan McGregor gets shot through his heart, and there's a hole. But you don't remember why Spoiler. the movie was bad? It was just bad. Like, the, there was no <laughs> plot. The plot was terrible, and the love story was just creepy and rapey. Do you want to know what our combined, what our rating? A one. 1.75. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. How was it that high? <laughs> <laughs> Next, 1996's Jerry Maguire. Oh, fuck Jerry Maguire. 1.5. <laughs> I've always heard that's a good movie. It's not. I've also we never seen it. hated it. We get so much shit on the internet because we hate Jerry Maguire. But yeah. it's bad. It is bad. <laughs> it's just bad. Okay. 1998's Cousin Bet. <laughs> 1.25. I don't even know that. I, I'm not. Nobody. Did, no one knows. This is, is a movie that? nobody's ever heard of, but uh, Jessica Lange stars in it. Yeah. Oh. It's a period piece that is like the beginning of Les Mis. <laughs> okay. About this woman, Jessica Lange, who is like a spinster lady I'm already who hasn't been bored. married. <laughs> with Hugh, It's got Hugh Laurie in it, and it's terrible. Oh. <laughs> That's all. Oh, and she, what is she? She steals a baby. Yeah. Oh, and Magic Peen. That's where we determined that Magic Viva Peen. Viva Lapine. Viva Lapine, yes. <laughs> That's where that came we, from. We've determined that there is a male uh, romantic comedy trope that is the magic penis. Sure. Yeah. That a guy could be so despicable. Yeah. Like, why? What trait makes He's this guy great? He's got that good dick, man. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason. And then all the women fall in love with him as Every soon as Every single woman they touch in the movie. It. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> and that is the magic peen. Yeah. Viva la peen. <laughs> Viva la peen. Okay. You ready for the next one? Yes. Hit me. 1997's As Good As It Gets. We gave it, it did not get any good. We, we <laughs> gave it one. One star. Oh, <laughs> uh, the, the questionable homophobia and mental illness stigma in that movie is just... Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. 
Next, 1998's There's Something About Mary, 0. 0.75. <laughs> All I remember is Ben Stiller and the hair. Oh, and the zipper penis. <laughs> also never seen. So, so I haven't seen one of the, any of these movies yet. <laughs> if you ever wanted to see a penis caught in a zipper. Oh, you know, I've seen that clip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not enjoyable. No. <laughs> Not for the ladies either. Well, also, like, what's his hair? Like, yeah. doesn't he have, like, terrible hair in that scene? Yeah, because yes. it's the 80s. And it was a terrible wig. Yeah. Uh, you can have movies like The Wedding Singer and still have great hair. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering when it was going to happen. <laughs> okay, our last, our last runner-up for a worst movie. Is 1994's My Father the Hero. Oh! It got 0. 0.35. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How do you even get that? <laughs> it's a weird French movie. Mm. And Catherine Heigl is in a thong when she's 15. Mm. 13. 13. <laughs> oh, shit. And there are creepy old men who stare at her. Yeah. And she pretends to be having sex with her father. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you need to know. What? Yeah. That's all you need to know. Okay, the worst movie we watched last year, this whole year. 1981's Modern Romance. Oh! <laughs> that is the one I gave the zero. It got a 0.25 because I guess I gave it half. <laughs> I gave it a half and you gave it zero. <laughs> this movie is about Hollywood. Mm. And Albert Brooks plays an editor. Oh, so it could have been interesting. It could have like it sounded so interesting when we read the description. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. DVD.com let you down. (laughs) (laughs) Like no. So he is in love with this woman. Yes, and basically becomes her stalker. Yes, because he can't deal with his his undiagnosed mental illness well he does not have the magic peen <laughs> no <laughs> he also may have been a psychopath all i remember is like through the majority of the back half of the movie was yeah. like mary you're gonna die you're he gonna die Mary. forces her to go on vacation yeah. when she's working she's like i'm working like i'm with these clients and he's like no 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 we're going on vacation now we're going to the secluded cabin in the woods and we're like no <laughs> This is not going to end well. Like, it was a legit horror movie for yeah. us because this woman could not make choices. Like, well, it, it, she, he kept on just taking her to think. Like, he got so mad at her yeah. because at the party and then she, where all it, the guys were hitting on her. Yeah, and he would be like, this is your fault. I'm yeah. angry. Yeah. <laughs> it was trying really, he was trying really, really hard to be Woody Allen. Yes. And the neuroticness of it. Yeah. But he had some form, he was a serial killer. Yeah. I completely forgot about that movie. <laughs> you ready for our best? Yes. Best movies. Nugget of goodness. I've got some runner-ups. Our first runner-up, 1998's Practical Magic. <gasps> Comes down to a 4.08. Because we, we had a guest as well. So. It was beautiful. <laughs> you put the lime in the coconut. Aww. And you drink them both up. Is that from that movie? Yes, of course. It's the Sandra Bullock, uh, Nicole Kidman. They're witches. See... You haven't named a movie yet watch that I've seen. What? See, I've listened to your podcast, but not very many episodes because <laughs> I have so, so little movies. All right. So you need to watch Practical Magic. Okay. okay. Well, here here we go. Well, this is this is the list of things I should watch. Yes. Yes. If I have it. Well, here's one you have watched. 1952, Singing in the Rain. Best movie. 4.375 on our list. I love it. I'd give it a five. Yeah. Who didn't give it a five? Me. 
<laughs> I will say there's that long gotta dance sequence where you're like, this is a little much. Yeah. But for its importance, like everything else makes it a six. So like that, that <laughs> brings it down to a five. <laughs> Our next uh, best is 1998's Ever After, a Cinderella story. <gasps> 4.42. That was good. Is that what Drew Barrymore? Yes. yes. I have seen that movie. Yeah. It is a good movie. Yeah. So good. I love Where Drew she carries him on his on her back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and the gypsies. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Next we have 1997's Life is Beautiful. We gave it a 4.75 for its message. It's beautiful. It was beautiful. It was terribly sad, but it's it was a Holocaust beautiful. movie. Yeah. <laughs> I know all the movie. I know it's great. Still haven't seen it. Oh, you should see it. I, it's you know it's not one of those movies you're like I, what am I gonna do tonight? I don't know. Watch Life Is Beautiful. <laughs> Somebody posted a GIF on on Twitter recently from it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Bonjour, no Suppressa. <laughs> <laughs> Our last runner up is 1998. So you've got mail. Beautiful which movie. We watched when we were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> We gave it 4.875. Now, there is one movie in all of last year that got straight across the board fives. Just one. And it's 1995's Clueless. Oh, that's a perfect movie. <laughs> right? So good. Uh, Lauren and I just went inside at um, Cinespia. Mm-hmm. At the Hot Forever. Uh, so I was good. jealous of you. It was a good time. It's a great time. And Alicia Silverstone introed the movie Whoa! there. Oh, super jealous. It was great. That was my bachelorette party, that episode. Yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> I was drunk. No one else was. <laughs> it was very upsetting. I was losing my voice and I had to give a speech. I know. <laughs> that is our, our year two wrap up. But I don't know. This year we were just like tougher. Mm. Well, I mean, they had to earn their fives. Yes, they did. Well, and then the 90s were very, very formulaic, which I don't think was endearing sure. to us or just it didn't have the right impact. Cary Grant just had mm-hmm. so much impact. <laughs> so like much. Fives. Fives. Yeah. Like anytime. Well, now we can move on to season three. <laughs> season three. Okay, so today on our podcast where we watch romantic comedies in chronological order, <laughs> sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> I don't know what year this is. Like, right, yeah. Give your, give your little So speech. here's the thing. Okay. We're watching Never Been Kissed Before. I know very few things about this movie. I know it is a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know it is called Never Been Kissed <laughs> And I know it is apparently a romantic comedy just due to the nature of this podcast. <laughs> but that's all I know. I don't know who's in it. I'm assuming it stars a man and a woman. It, could it does. Be- there we Several. go. Several. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. And that's about it. This movie's from 1999. 1999. Okay. 1999's Never Been Kissed. Here is the description from TVD.com. Aspiring reporter Josie Geller goes undercover as a high school student to pen a page-turning teen expose. What? (laughs) But when her hopelessly dorky past comes back to haunt her, she turns to her cooler older brother for help. What? (laughs) Okay, so that's not it. I mean, I didn't know what all to expect, but it definitely wasn't that. (laughs) It was interesting. This movie stars... Drew Barrymore. Ah, love her. Who we've seen in The Wedding Singer and Ever After, Cinderella Story. This movie also stars David Arquette. Okay. And Michael Vartan. Good cast. Mm-hmm. It's a really good cast. Oh, there are. There's <laughs> some amazing beautiful supporting. hidden gems. <laughs> yes. 
You're, you're, oh, we're so excited. Um, so this is a good movie. <laughs> yes. This is a good movie. Yes. This movie's directed by Raja Gosnell. The editors are, there are two editors. Ooh. Two editors. The first editor, Deborah Chiate. I don't know how to say her name. She edited Clueless. Oh. <gasps> the <laughs> other editor, his name is Marcelo Sansevieri. The first assistant editor was Laura Stanger. And the assistant editor was Blake Danforth, who was the uncredited assistant editor on Gross Point Blank. Mm. Mm. This film is rated PG-13 for sex-related material and some drug content. Oh, no. That's lovely. <laughs> it's an hour and 48 minutes, but worth all those minutes. Yep. Every <laughs> and rate, one of them. Rated three and a half stars on DVD.com. All right. That's it. No awards, no nothing else. Yeah, we need has an award in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> now you're ready to watch the movie? Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> I love this movie. I love it too. I really do. Okay. Let's go watch it. All right. Break. Okay. We just watched Never Been Kissed. It's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> yeah. No, it's- I mean, as an, like as a teenager, it wasn't that creepy. It wasn't like that far-fetched or whatever. But when, as an adult... When was the last time you watched it? It's like always on TV. The la- I mean, I've seen She's All That more than I've seen Never Been Kissed. Really? Which is surprising. Yes. I hate myself for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's very endearing in some ways, but there's mm-hmm. just like a core plot point that's incredibly <laughs> disturbing. <upsetting. Yeah. laughs> I feel like... Okay, maybe... Because I've watched it... You know, ever since it came out and Mm -hmm. I've watched a lot and I own it. And I just always, I feel like I connected to it because I always related to Josie. Mm-hmm. Like, that's Josie why I watched such wrong, a great character. There's nothing wrong with Josie. No. It's like, it's 100% Her teacher. Sam Coulson. Yeah. It's just like, I'm in love with you. So I feel and like I just ignore like sure. the whole love plot sure. line. Drew Barrymore is wonderful in this movie. Yeah. And like I think somebody said it while we were watching, but like no one else could have played this part. No one else is believably earnest like mm-hmm. drew barrymore mm-hmm. like earnest while also being a side of dorky yeah. and as well just awkward like yeah. no one can be so genuinely awkward like she can and make it endearing and yeah. not like just upsetting yeah, yeah. and like a look, caricature did she look 17 in the 80s scenes yeah 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 for sure well drew barrymore has the baby face yeah. syndrome too but yeah, yeah, yeah. like the wigs. The mm-hmm. wigs were great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Compared to all the other movies that we've had to see 80s wigs in, mm-hmm. they those were on point. <laughs> Hair and makeup did wonders. Yes. The only thing that was awkward were the braces, like teeth prosthetic. They were giant braces. They were gigantic. <laughs> they like made her mouth like crazy, look like cotton balls were stuck up in her lips and mm-hmm. stuff. Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> creepy. Uh, you keep saying creepy. That's the thing I'm hung up on. Like, of... I don't know. That part really disturbed me. Like the whole Sam Colson thing. <laughs> like, I think now watching it, because I never really noticed that he immediately leaves once she says, yeah. I am 25. Like that was the big thing. <laughs> yeah. And I understand where it's like, you've lied to me and I'm like. Very upset. And I need to like process this. Yeah. But it's so comical how like, <laughs> I'm 25, leaves the room. Like, well, you're not uh, an <laughs> underage child. child. I have no interest in you anymore. Yeah, that was like a little, especially and then when he's sitting outside and is mm-hmm. like, "You were doing a story on me, how rude!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were hitting on a student, so as an adult, like every you would have 
kind of like the dedicated reporter thing of you should say something if a teacher is hitting on an underage child or manipulating a child in some mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. emotionally. Like adults should say something about that. Maybe not be undercover and pretending to be 17, but... Yeah, maybe like from a moral standpoint. Yeah. <laughs> like she should have been like, hey, just FYI, like I'm 25, don't hit on me. Yeah. <laughs> like like the school should have been in on it yeah, or something like something that. Something like... Because <laughs> otherwise that school is terribly understaffed or just well, oblivious. Well, it's horribly understaffed because you see two, 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 <laughs> two, teachers, two teachers the entire movie. There's this like cuckoo lady in, in the first scene and then at prom. And then it's just Sam Cole said who like... Obviously, is like a literature in English teacher, but then mm-hmm. also is teaching like the sex ed class later in the <laughs> biology room. So lacking of funds, this high school. <laughs> but like, it all goes to prom. Don't high schools yeah. request more than just an ID to register into the school? Like, I don't know how that works, but I feel like with Rob. Yeah, she's like, like I up this fake ID. If now it was I'm in just school. her, no, they would need transcripts yeah. from yeah. the previous school. If it was just her, it would be like okay, like I can see the school kind of being lax, like they're understaffed, they they're have, overworked. They but have like security to enter exactly. the building. So they're like, we why are they doing background <laughs> checks on these random students that just keep appearing? <laughs> no, I always assumed that the newspaper set it up with the school yes but then like the teachers needed to know then it wouldn't be a true story it'd be bias or influence but then that could be the same could be said for the principal i don't know we didn't see the principal because there is no principal there (laughs) are two teachers at this school (laughs) i mean still on initial thoughts like it was fun and enjoyable but like i have a problem getting around the whole like teacher love with a student thing Mm -hmm. yeah do you have any teachers that fell in love with students in your high school no Okay. I didn't, but I... We had two football coaches. I'm not saying it's not a thing that happens, but the way the movie approaches it in the, like, the romantic comedy way, it's not a problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, who was like, this is bad? And, like, they kind of make it that way with, like, this is your scoop, Josie. Run with it. She's like, no. There's something more important. <laughs> Do you know anybody who had a crush on a teacher in your high school? I mean, yeah, that's that's common, but I think it's... There's nothing morally irrehensible about having a crush on someone oh, no. older. There's definitely a problem when you're an authority figure at a school and you're like, <laughs> that hot teenager, let me get her into Dartmouth. <laughs> let me get her into, into Dartmouth. Dartmouth. <laughs> get that Dartmouth in her. That's the, that's the real D. <laughs> <laughs> the D is for Dartmouth. <laughs> but like... David Arquette's great as always. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of this, like James Franco is in it. And like, I think you guys didn't even know that no! or realize that. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> a lot of good like bit players. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. Just like it's hinged on a like very Disturbing. creepy premise. <laughs> like, yeah. As you watch a ton of romantic comedies, you will realize that that happens actually yeah. a lot. Yeah. Well, they just like you're talking about like uh, modern romance or whatever. Yeah. Like, do what I say. I don't need to edit my film. I need you. <laughs> well, and it happened, it, this trope of like an authority figure falling in love with someone who is supposedly younger. Da Hall, that was the first movie we watched in the, the podcast. Mm-hmm. That freaking governor falling in love with their wards thing is super huge throughout the history of the genre. It's totally creepy. Yeah. 
So I don't know if this like, is supposed to be a commentary on, and I doubt it. But no, because like every moment was played like in like, aww, mm-hmm. isn't yeah. it like great that like he cares about her so much? Like, isn't it romantic, ladies? Like that's how this movie plays it, mm-hmm. and that in the year 2017, I'm just like, because it plays to the audience. The audience knows the truth of the whole situation. Yeah, yeah, and like he is this like caring person for her it's just like oh wait you're like 30 or whatever and she's supposedly 17 like that's still yeah that's close to 18 it's still not good enough like yeah he's just waiting just waiting for those few months yeah Yeah. (laughs) that date that calendar is ticking off so and that's part of like the datedness of the movie that's just like it's hinging on this premise of like it's fine And it's not fine. That taking advantage of women is <laughs> yeah. is okay in yeah. some way. As long as it's for endearing as long as she purposes. she wants it in the yeah. end, it's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's for love. For love. She'd never been kissed, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that was just like a project, uh, a problem with the script of like them needing to have more moments of them connecting or if it was like how that was kind of brought into it. Because it just, maybe it's a product of the time, but nowadays somebody would see that and be like, pump the brakes a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you need to, like, analyze this relationship a little bit better. So you think the movie would work just as a comedy? Yes and no. Part of me just says that it wouldn't work without the romance, but then another part of me is like, well, then th- what's the point? One of the problems, I think, with, with the story is, like, nothing interesting happens at this high school. Mm-hmm. Like, there's yeah. no real reason for her to go undercover other than the fact that, like, Gary Marshall is just, like... He's the crazy... Go undercover! Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my kids, peanut butter. I don't know my kids. Go into high school. <laughs> Teach me the children's ways. <laughs> so, like, there's never, like, any hint of a scandal. So the only thing that they could come up with is, like, yeah, this teacher's, in, like, falling in love with his student. And so maybe if there actually had been a real scandal or something, like if it's like 21 Jump Street, like when they're like, there's like crazy drugs, drugs and synthetic shit. drugs. Yeah. Like, like you could, you could get rid of this whole, like you, basically you could make it 21 Jump Street. Yeah. <laughs> this movie already exists <laughs> as a comedy. Gotcha. Well, what about the other romance between Drew Barrymore's character and the, the teenager? <laughs> I mean, that's also problematic, but they don't think they make it the focus of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, as far as it's played to me, it's like she's never like actually into him. She's into the idea of that she is wanted by a popular kid. Because yeah. this is like, it's a fulfillment of her dreams from high school. Mm-hmm. But like she actually cares about Sam Coulson. Well, still problematic, but like it's more like she's, t- <laughs> it's emotional abuse where she's just like, I'm using you for this for fantasy, but I'm not going to like do anything past that. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a wish fulfillment kind of part of that. It also could just be like the gendered idea of that a woman isn't the predator and the, the fact that he sure. goes after that Sam goes after her kind of in a predatory manner that it comes and off she, more creepy. And she never goes after guy. Like no. it's all guy coming onto her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which again, like, it's still problematic to have it. I mean, what's way more, but she keeps what's that way boundary. worse is, is Rob going after the 16 yeah, year old. Yeah. When even she's like, Hey, she's 16. He's like, yeah, it's great. Like, <laughs> and a gymnast. It's, this is awesome. <laughs> this is the, 
the best day ever. Yeah. Where I felt like Drew Barrymore kind of kept a boundary with Guy. Like, mm-hmm. it was... She knew that he... Who he was. And yeah, he and I don't even think, like, in that scene where he asked her to prom... I don't she wasn't seeing she, him. She was seeing yeah, her Yeah, and her she wasn't school. even, like, expecting a kiss or anything. I think no. she was just like, oh, my God, I got asked to prom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, that's it. Like, she wasn't expecting it to go any further. And it's weird that it didn't go any further, knowing that, like, he's yeah. a high school yeah. dude. Yeah. And he's just like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like let me take you to this bedroom and ask you to prom and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awkward. Let's get into the plot. Let's do it. All right, so Chicago. Another Chicago movie. All the best rom-coms take place in Chicago. Except for the weird John Candy one. Is there a reason yeah. for this? Or is that you guys just having like city pride saying that? I think that it was. it's cheap to shoot in Chicago. <laughs> well, there's also the... There's that Midwestern kind oh, of yeah. factor to it. Like sure. it's, it's middle gal. America. It's middle America. It's not New York is so overused. Yeah. You have Chicago. It's a different look. It's a different feel. Sure. Yeah, and L.A. usually is just for the purpose of L.A. Yeah, and it's normally the the weird party movies like the Chicago rom coms are the family rom coms, sure. and then you have the New York rom coms, which are the relationship rom coms. Sure. Okay, so we start. The beginning is the end. But With the voiceover that's never used again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, voiceover. Well, she wants to just tell us tell us her story. Mm-hmm. And this is how she got there. She's a young copy editor in Chicago for the Chicago Sun-Times. Her name is Josie Geller. She's a grammar Nazi. Literally. <laughs> Literally. You know what's <laughs> funny about that is that at that bit played so well in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But they never bring it up in high school like again. Mm, you wanted them to bring it in the high school? I don't know. I just felt like it was such it was such an obvious character trait, mm-hmm. trait that it would be hard to break. And like her OCD of like straightening things, and they never play with it once she goes to high school. Mm. Oh, that is interesting. True. Well, it's almost like she was so worried about fitting in that she Maybe. kind of just shut that part of her brain off. I don't know if like I don't think that's possible, yeah. but <laughs> but that's what it's like. It felt like it was a switch that yeah, was yeah, flipped yeah. and not. It's like, it fit in this world, it doesn't in there. So, like, she just didn't remember it. She didn't mm-hmm. deal with it. Yeah, because they could have done some really interesting things because she's past the point of where the hormones would be driving her, like, crazy. But they, the kids. Yeah. Like, so that would flare up her. And I just feel like it would be funny if she's just, like, correcting everybody's grammar all the time. Yeah, or just... <laughs> like, it comes back, like, once near the end. like when, But it only comes back when she talks... To Gus, and when she's and with like, Rob, and with Rob, yeah. When she, when he's like, both of our, your job and my job depend on it, or depends on it. Yeah, and yeah. He, she's like, it's depend because it's a plural. Like it only comes back when she's at work. Yeah, it doesn't happen in high school. Yeah. I, wanted, I wanted more of the grammar jokes. <laughs> we meet um, her coworkers, who Molly Shannon, John C. Riley, everyone. Octavia Spencer. Octavia Spencer. Who knew? Oscar winning Octavia Spencer. Just uh, making a couple mm mm-hmm's and Mm -hmm. yeah. So sad. I I is the crown here yet? She she worked those two lines. She She did. (laughs) So Josie wants to be a reporter, real real bad, but they won't let her. Which is like kind of valid because. She's kind of proving in the beginning, like, she's really good at grammar. Mm-hmm. But then, like, she's a f- kind of flighty and 
I don't know. She hasn't lived life. She's not adventurous. Like all of Gus's points are accurate. Yeah. Like reporters like get in there and they find the dirt and they do the story. And like when she's at home, like she's like making like the 50th pillow for her bed. Yeah. And like clearly not going out and doing anything, which Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that, but probably not going to make you the best reporter. Well, you aren't going to see the world. Mm -hmm. You're going to see the world through this really controlled lens yeah rather than putting yourself in someone else's shoes and being able to like tell the story of a drug addict who did all these drugs and now is going through rehab and like what that pain is to convey that like that would be very hard for someone like her so lunch at work the gals are pretty much like when are you gonna get some josie (laughs) needs it (laughs) it needs it She's like, I just want to feel that thing. And I was like, is that what you call it these days? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, her third line. <laughs> that special thing when you kiss somebody and then you just know you want to be with them forever and ever and ever. And you're so scared that you're going to lose it. And you want to laugh and you want to cry at the same time. <laughs> Great little speech. Yep. And the camera like dollies in slowly mm-hmm. and the music. And the light. And yeah. the yep. And everything's all perfect. And it's like, oh, you can actually write. Yeah. <laughs> Something I thought about too is like they play up the like she hasn't been kissed thing very briefly at the beginning and then mm-hmm. at the end, but they don't really touch upon it throughout the movie. Right. Like specifically like how many relationships she's had. Just if like, any. Like the kit like literally the kissing thing, like The movie's called Never Been Kissed. Mm -hmm. It's mentioned in the beginning and it's mentioned like in her article at the end, but they really don't. I felt like it would have been more of a driving force throughout the movie. Like, I've never been kissed. I'm so nervous. And it's more about the fact that like she just didn't fit into high school and now is trying to. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not that she's never been kissed because she says she's kissed guys. Do we believe that? that? She's never been in (laughs) love. I don't know if I believe that because I feel like she was like say that is like i mean i've been kissed but i like really kissed like i feel like i don't know if you've actually been kissed <laughs> like kissed on a dare yeah yeah or kissed at all like honestly i don't know if she's ever actually been like nothing kissed. more than a peck maybe not even that oh <laughs> poor josie I, she was josie grossy like who was gonna kiss her <laughs> poor oh. josie the gross guy yeah the nerdy guys I guess. Oh, she ain't got time for that. No, no she's a, she's went to Northwestern and was, yeah. became a great copy editor. Yes. So, uh, Gary Marshall. <laughs> we love Gary. 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 R.I.P. R.I.P. Gary Marshall. He's Angel great. of the podcast. Yes. He watches over us. He does. I love him in this because he reminds me of uh, someone I have worked with. <laughs> he's a uh, he's a very I don't know how do you describe. The he's character. a curmudgeon. Curmudgeon. Yeah. He's a newspaper owner. Yeah. Newspaper tycoon. Tycoon. <laughs> <laughs> Who if doesn't you, know his kids. And if yeah. you don't do it, you're fired. You're fired. They need to do a new undercover feature. And as you mentioned, he doesn't know his kids, so Josie's going to enroll Friday. And like, yeah, I think you were supposed to under, like feel like, oh, she looks young. I pick you. Yeah. But it's never said. It's just like, no. who are you? You're going to school. <laughs> Which I find, like, a little bit better. Yeah, it, but it's just, like, he doesn't even, like, explain his logic to them. He's like, who are you? You're going to school. I'll see y'all later. Yeah, <laughs> like, I gotta go golf. <laughs> I've got weenus. <laughs> he said it, like, five times. 
So she goes to her brother, Rob, which is Dave Arquette. And Rob works at the, the Tiki Post. Tiki Post. Which is has, has any any post office ever looked like that ever? No. Oh, is it post office? Yeah. They sell I, like shipping supplies. It's not really like I a post Now I understand. It's like, what is this place? <laughs> and he's like, I made my idea at the Tiki Post. I'm like, they just happen to have a laminator? <laughs> <laughs> I did not understand it was a post office. <laughs> They had all those, what are they called? The the, the P.O. boxes. P.O. boxes on the wall. I just saw bamboo and <laughs> so like, <laughs> I did not pick up on that. I was like, oh, is it like a restaurant or like a store? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just a place for all the stoners to hang out. I guess. Yeah. See, it's too late for Rob. He's It's too late for his dreams. It's, it's too late for 23-year-old Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, this is why our whole generation is kind of fucked up. <laughs> it's like 23, it's way too late for you. Yeah. <laughs> you are too old. You have surpassed your... Your, your usability. Yeah, <laughs> your workability. What could he have done to be a baseball player? Literally, he could have joined like a beer league and been like, I just play baseball for fun. Yeah. But, you know, he has the reading level of a 15-year-old, so maybe he's not that smart. He could have been a coach. Could have been a coach. A little league coach. Mm. So he says to Josie, do you even remember high school? Do you remember what they called you? The nickname he gave her. <laughs> yeah, what a dick. <laughs> Josie Grossy. And like, he's younger than her. Yeah. Yeah. But she's like, I always looked up to you, <laughs> which is sad. Because he's popular. But I think, I mean, I was the older sister in my family. And I had the, the nasty nickname in high school, and my sister was the popular one. So I kind of I get this dynamic. It mm. it does it does make sense to me, because it did literally kind of like. I mean, I am jealous of my sister. I have an older sister, and I was I was a lot more confident. Mm-hmm. She was a lot more meek. So like, mm-hmm. I get that maybe because because like I'm the, I was Rob. Y- you're the Rob. <laughs> you're the Rob. <laughs> Mr. Rob. <laughs> Poor Katie. Sorry, Katie. (laughs) So we get this first 80s flashback, which I love these 80s flashbacks. Yeah, they're great throughout the whole movie. They Mm -hmm. do them so well. She looks great. And um, I mean, she doesn't look great. She doesn't look (laughs) great. She looks great at not looking great. Yes. (laughs) It's perfect. Perfect. Yeah, for Drew Barrymore being a very beautiful woman. And someone who we've seen grow up. Yeah. Like from E.T. Yeah. It's amazing how well she is able to kind of dive into these yeah. like ugly looking characters. And it's mm-hmm. not just like her costume and makeup, but like her performance too. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. The, her totally, slouching like she, her. It's a total change of performance of like how she carries herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's believable high school. Like yeah. Loser kid. Exactly. I love her. So this first thing we see is the Sprite prank and it's in front of the guy she likes billy and it makes it look like she's peter pants well next we get some makeover scene okay wait i go back to billy because okay. he kind of looked like a skeleton yeah he was not like attractive no. it's like why was she into him because his name is billy prince and it's like his hair was like plastered to his head mm-hmm. <laughs> and he his cheek his cheeks were like inside he looked like a skeleton <laughs> He's malnourished. <laughs> <laughs> he was something. He looked like Riff Raff from oh, fucking Rocky, uh, Horror. Rocky Horror. Yeah, Chris, you didn't think any of the the guys were attractive in this movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I thought I got I, Sam Coulson. I thought was attractive, but like the teenagers was like it's it was very nineties, which mm-hmm. is like an unfortunate one. It can be an unfortunate uh, <laughs> decade decade for fashion. <laughs> And, like, guy I especially didn't get. I was like, why is this guy the popular guy? Like, he, I don't know what he looks like. He was, like, like metrosexual want... to the extreme. Yeah. That's what was popular, though. That is true. It's what was popular. And like, this was height of boy band. I was in high true. school. I was in high school at this. That's true. I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I was too young. Now we have a makeover. I was thinking at this point, um, because the editor edited Clueless, it's very Clueless vibes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you feel the same way? Yeah. I wanted, like, the best friend there to, like, help, like, when Joan was in Working they, Girl. Yeah, and, they like, didn't help. show yeah. much of the makeover. They showed, like, all the shit that she was going to be looking at. Unless I'm not remembering the makeover, because I No, it was very quick. It, it was, was very, very, quick. very quick. Here's all the stuff she could be. Yeah. Here's her putting on a little makeup, and the next day of school, she's in, like, the worst outfit of all time. <laughs> this movie, like, hit on secondhand embarrassment for me <laughs> so hard. And I was just constantly like, no! <laughs> no, not that! Why? <laughs> she pulls up in an outfit. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Josie! <laughs> Josie, no! Jersey, I love it because yes. you care about her so much. Yeah, yeah. Cause that's the thing about Drew Barrymore. She gets you hooked right away. Like mm-hmm. you believe her, you care, and like she's like I said, so earnest. And it's like earnest, which it it's by like you you buy it. Like it's mm-hmm. not. There are certain people. There are certain times when earnestness just comes off as like annoying, and it's not with her. Mm-hmm. Do you want to describe the outfit she wears to her first day of school? <laughs> Well, it's like white pants, which are so... White jeans. Ni- white jeans. So 1983 or something, as one student says later. Uh, maybe Jessica Alba. I can't remember. <laughs> I think uh, it was Jessica Alba. <laughs> and then like, it's like she killed a swan <laughs> as, as her top with like a boa, like a white feather boa and this white top. It's all white and it's all bad. <laughs> what about her hair? It's bad, whatever it was. I can't, I don't know, like it the, was like weird 80s it helmet hair. 80s yeah. teased up. And yeah. then she had like white and silver makeup on. So yeah. she looked dead. Like <laughs> She just looked all kinds of awful. Like worse than she did when she was in high school the yeah. first time. Okay, she pulls up to school. It's a disaster. There's metal detectors because this is school in the 90s now. Something they never play up again. No. <laughs> like like we said, David Arquette could go and register at this school, but like the metal detectors of that one scene where they everybody got their nail files taken away. Yeah. <laughs> Even the, the rounded tip ones. He was yeah. just like, colle- he was collecting This is them. a weapon. <laughs> yeah. This is the weapon I need it. <laughs> she goes to Spanish class with a crazy teacher. <laughs> With the sombrero. She gets the sombrero. That She's teacher was unhinged. Like, Because yeah. I didn't know what it, what class it was because she was like talking about different things and I eventually figured out it was Spanish. Yeah. But it just felt like a cultural appropriation mm-hmm. class. <laughs> <laughs> she accidentally says that she's from Billy because she has a little flashback when, when Guy walks into the room. Mm-hmm. So now she has to say she's from Billy Bolly and she's sheep herder. And nobody cares or buys it. I don't know. Or likes her. Or, or likes her. <laughs> yeah, it's just everything. And she's got to wear the sombrero because she's late. So she's immediately a target because she's yeah. a new kid. 
She's why gotta wear the sombrero. Why didn't Guy have to wear the sombrero? He was Guy, late too. As they, they show at the very end of the movie, Guy owns the school. Yeah. Like when he, <laughs> there's that shot during the like her voiceover during when she's reading the the, 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 newspaper, the newspaper, and he's just like got his hands on his hips and yeah. looking. He's like, "This is my kingdom." Like, <laughs> his deep V. Yeah. <laughs> So clearly, he had that school wrapped around his finger. Yeah. With the two teachers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Next, we have English class where we meet Sam Coulson. Sam Coulson. <sighs> Biggest problem. <laughs> He's Who like, likes hockey? He likes hockey, though. But apparently, he wasn't good at that. the hockey stuff he did. It looked Unscre- real to me. No. Okay, first of all, he was juggling with a beanbag. Oh, it wasn't even the... It wasn't even like a training ball thing mm. and the way that he was hitting it he was just like flailing so not good form not See, good form as someone who doesn't watch hockey or like know much about hockey i was like oh that looks he looks real <laughs> so i mean at least he knew who gordy Howe was mm-hmm. but he had a chelios poster in his in his yeah uh, his apartment mm-hmm. he really likes the red wings apparently so then there's lunch Josie tries to sit with the popular girls and end up spilling chocolate milk all on her white pants. Yep. Also, I love that it was coleslaw food. Like, <laughs> the coleslaw bucket. Because she asked what's in it, which, like, we all know what coleslaw is. Like, it's just cabbage. don't eat it, you know? <laughs> it's cabbage and mayo, Ma- yeah. mayo. and Don't eat it at a high school cafeteria of no. all places. Not when it's sitting out like that. But you know who doesn't have a problem with that? Mr. Rob. Mr. Rob. (laughs) (laughs) He'll eat the whole thing. So she's made a bad first impression with the popular kids and Guy. The thing is, like, she's, she acts like a naive high schooler as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's like, guys, let's be friends. And it's like, you didn't get high school the first time. (laughs) You're not going to, you're not going to get it this time. Lessons not learned. No. She doesn't know how to be cool. Cause like doesn't this guy come up to the table while she's there? Yeah, yeah and like and then wants to know if she's in special ed because she starts right. rhyming. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Are you a special ed? No, nope. like, are, like, like, are you? Oh, <laughs> poor Josie. <laughs> Josie. So the popular kids hide her car, but uh, she makes a friend of Eldis, who I loved. I thought she was great. Yeah. Because she was like the most adult of anybody. Yeah. I mean, she <laughs> looks like an adult for one thing. <laughs> she was like in charge of the mathletes. Mm-hmm. The denominators. The denominators. <laughs> Lily Solbieski. So Josie joins the denominators because those are the people. Those are her people. Her people, the nerds. Back in English class, they're reading As You Like It. And we learn that it's a theme of disguise. And we learn the Gordie Howe story and that disguise is liberating. You can do anything when you're in disguise. That's a, that was a weird metaphor. Like, that whole scene is <laughs> just kind of like, what are you saying? <laughs> like, I guess I can see it. Like, when you're in a uniform, you have the, like, it imbues you with this weird kind of power. Mm-hmm. And it was such, like, a whole thing. Like, when you put on that uniform, what do you do? Kick ass! Like, <laughs> from, like, high school, like, 90s Biff. Like, yeah. That guy was definitely... <laughs> 90s biff but also like he's like you get outside you get on the field and you touch guys butts and it's like that's such like a 90s joke Mm -hmm. men are fragile i mean they are still fragile but like fragile but butts and football i don't know i the whole like disguise thing i feel like it was like whoever wrote it was like i have this great idea 
And like, it just wasn't like whatever their idea was, like never like fully. Well, that was out. also really big in the late nineties was making romantic, uh, teenage romantic comedies off of Shakespeare. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like clueless. 10 things I hate about, I was you. Just about you. I, a movie I have seen. Um, that. That's a great movie. She's all that. She's all that. Pygmalion. I mean, that like taking classic literature and turning it into this weird teenage drama comedy mm-hmm. thing. Because teenagers have to read classic literature while they're in high school. Yeah. No. I mean, even that's still happening today. Like, Easy A has it, had it, and which Easy A did it, I think, better than a few of the ones that happened in the early 2000s. Like, she's all that. Easy A was much better than that. We get another 80s flashback of Josie reading her poem to the class. That was yeah. great. Does he notice me? <laughs> Secondhand embarrassment, but such a great scene. Like yeah. her commitment is so good, and like she's like going through it, and like everybody's laughing, and she's like, "I'm just, just with you, Billy. <laughs> just <laughs> hearing my poem." But then it continues, right? Yeah, like it, it's a flashback with different scenes in it, which mm-hmm. was yeah. a little different. Because I was like, "Oh, is it? Are they back to modern day?" And nope. Young Josie in the library. Her friend runs up to her, tells her that Billy. <gasps> oh my God, Billy! What do you want forever? Like the biggest thing that you want in the fucking world. Like that's how it would happen. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I'm the most popular girl in the world, and Billy Prince is asking me to prom. <gasps> it's <Yes>. happening. <laughs> <laughs> and then you jump. And yeah. I love how like high school kids are so stupid because they can't immediately see through that. What's Aww. the hormones? No, but like, e- sure, but like everybody, she like, was a bit dumb. High school, high school dudes are just as stupid. Like, well, because they think with their their magic penises that they think that they have. Maybe. What are you oh. thinking about at the dance? My sword. Yeah. <laughs> sword. <laughs> we know what you mean, guy. <laughs> Aww. So the school they go to, South Glen South, always has the best proms. The prom is everything, and every year it's being voted upon. But this year, it's going to be the Millennium is the theme, which I love it because the Millennium was everything. Like, everything was the Millennium, yeah. and everybody wore silver all the time. It was 1999, man. Yep. <laughs> I have vague memories. Of the- I was 10 years old. Remember the Backstreet Boys had their album oh, called Millennium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember my family like got a generator and uh, <laughs> Y2K got a bunch of like food for Y2K. <laughs> you were like doomsday preppers? Not like heart, not seriously, but they're just like, well, <laughs> might as well, just in case. Wow. And then like nothing happened. Nothing and it's happened. like, well, now we have a generator. <laughs> I just remember being in, because I was still in my Catholic uh elementary school at this point in time in my life and so they played um we didn't start the fire to explain <laughs> y2k to us wow i don't remember what the like the connotation was but it was yeah this is gonna happen and here's this cool song <laughs> to go wow. along that with. is not a cool song Josie's hanging out with Eldis, and they drive by the court and guy makes them cry yeah, even all these like, break, like she's like so 
every time she's like actually confronted by like the the popular jerks like she's like she handles it really well and she Mm -hmm. stays strong but then when they're driving away you see just a little bit of how it actually still bothers her yeah which i thought was nice like to show like she's not it does devastated but it does affect her Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. also who is the little girl in the back of the car? Like, <laughs> is it is it her? Is it Aldisa's sister? Probably, but like, Probably. it's never explained. It's never touched upon. It's just a little girl eating ice cream in the back of the car. Also, I just getting into like the court because this happens right after the court scene. Is there another undercover student, like <laughs> journalist? Because she keeps getting scooped. It's like, who is scooping her? <laughs> That would be great. It's like they're a rival. Jer- like, it's really Rob. Man, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so John C. Riley, Gus, tells her she's got to be friends with the popular kids because that's where the stories are. Yeah, because you're not going to have a great story with like, I hang out with the mathletes. <laughs> <laughs> we won this competition. Aww, I'm, I'm 25 years old. <laughs> I just null and I'm- void all of these wins. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at calc. <laughs> they lost during their entire senior year because <sighs> they let her on the team. Do you know how devastating that oh. would be? Well, I was thinking well, about the baseball yeah, team. Yeah, Rob, oh, they, could no. not, they could not play in the championship game. Yeah. Because Rob played. He's a ringer. <laughs> the school is terrible. It, it would be Chicago, though. <laughs> it really well, you would know be what? Chicago. <laughs> I don't think anybody knew because no authority, no peep, no adults were at that prom when it got let out and she didn't mention it in her story <laughs> but but like for serious though this school has serious security issues yeah josie goes to see her brother and she's like i'm having trouble i can't i can't be with the popular girls i'm not a popular person and he's like well it doesn't take much it just takes someone to believe in you you're not josie grossy anymore <laughs> i'm not josie grossy anymore <laughs> and she's like oh uh, that feels good that, yeah it's powerful <laughs> Um, so then uh, she meets George the next day, the surveillance truck, mm-hmm. and she's equipped with a hidden camera. So she has to stuff in her bra or something? Yeah. So they're going to live feed back to the... And it's commit weird, several it's felonies. Like, it's always like, we got to watch these tapes, but they clearly are watching it happen. Like mm-hmm. It's live? To the to the news station or the, mm-hmm. the newspaper. Like they can get the feed there because like... The whole staff of the newspapers watching the prom live. Yeah. Yeah. But they're always like, those tapes. <laughs> well, I'm sure they record them because they can't watch them 24-7. Yeah. But it wasn't, it was never established, like, how the technology works. <laughs> like, does he have a satellite on his car, on his van that beams it back? <laughs> He's got some serious technology. He does. It's yeah. a very pimped out ride. <laughs> <laughs> At school, uh, Josie ditches uh, all these and... I was sad about that. Yeah. She decides to go to the party that night. A deluser. A deluser. <laughs> Which is the weirdest name for a club. <laughs> that's like, that's such a thing where they're like, we need to make this bit happen. So I yeah. guess we'll name the club Deluser. <laughs> so that this it would have made more sense if they would have just stamped all of the kids with loser on it because like you couldn't get beer and you're a loser. That's mm. what I thought that w- that meant. That it was like, oh, it's just like, if you can't drink, you're a loser. Yeah. And it's like, no. <laughs> that would have made, it would have been better the name of the club, The Loser. <laughs> the Loser. She runs into Sam and his girlfriend and pretty much everybody else she knows. This is awkward. And then gets high on a pot brownie. She gets high. And even the Rastafarians are like, I don't like her. 
<laughs> I have no love for her, man. She dances in front of everybody she and, knows. And, like, they kind of like her mm-hmm. and then immediately hate her the next day again. I will say one of the funniest moments in the whole movie is when she's talking to her brother, mm-hmm. eating the pie, <laughs> hi, and she's like, oh, my God, somebody ate my whole pie. <laughs> That was one of my favorite. And then she falls asleep into the pie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she gets the stamp branded on her head. Yeah. Tragic high school event. (laughs) Oh, so everybody is calling her a loser as she's running through the halls and she runs into the bathroom and throws up. This was a very sad scene. I know. It gets sadder. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because then it goes into prom. Yeah, 80s flashback. Yeah, because she's throwing up and that's when she remembers what happened with Billy. Yeah. Which and is a very sad scene. Oh my God. It her. makes me cry every time because she cries like exactly like me. <laughs> so, well, and gotcha. she, she has that like God awful dress. Like, yeah. Oh. It's like, metallic I don't know. Fabric. Yeah. Metallic pink, like Weird reflections. Fluff. It, like, and it didn't have, uh, it wasn't actually a dress. It was like pillows were attached to her. It's not good. No, not great, not Bob. Good. Not great, Bob. Right. <laughs> so she gets egged and she's crying. And also, I'm I just want to say, Billy Prince, he should have been a baseball player because he had a really good <laughs> arm. In a moving vehicle. Yeah, in a moving vehicle, throws an egg mm-hmm. bullseye to her face. <laughs> and like they even like show the egg coming into camera. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that was a VFX shot, probably, mm-hmm. but it was like pretty good. Pretty good arm. So her running away transitions to her running in the hallways, and then she runs and slams into the door that's open, and it's Rob. He's enlisted. Mr. Rob. Mr. Rob. He's enlisted in the school with his fake ID and, and his cool '90s hair. Post. Yeah. He's like, I can be popular by the end of the day, and he does because he <laughs> eats the coleslaw he eats bat. <laughs> the entire thing. He's racing. Uh, <laughs> racing '90s Biff. Yeah, yeah, and he's just like, <laughs> oh, I didn't do it. <laughs> he's like halfway through, and like part of me is like, nobody eats more than high school boys, so how did he lose <laughs> Maybe he came to school stoned. Oh. Maybe. Maybe. Do you guys not recognize that actor? I see him as 90s Biff. Like, oh. that's what I, what I always think of him because he was in that uh, MTV movie about the boy band that Together... And he was in the boy band. Really? Yeah. I have not seen this movie. Oh my god! Is I just it, is it I a was good like, movie? it was like <laughs> it was a thing. It was a phenomenon. Like MTV invented this boy band, mm. and it was, was it a, like a mockumentary. It yes, it no. transcended. You no, know, it was really fictional. But like they actually performed and made music videos, like wow. for TRL. Yeah. So it was just like an MTV kind of property. Is it like two the number two? Yes. Together. Yes. Together. Yeah, they had that song, You Plus Me Equals Us. They were terrible. It was like mocking boy bands, but it became insanely popular. Like, I have their CD. <laughs> I just have heart feels for Together. Because <laughs> it's amazing. And the guy was, sorry. <laughs> His hair was a lot. It looked like ramen noodles. Yeah, it was Justin Timberlake, Frosted Tips level, but not that good. But like bleached. Yeah. His entire head. <laughs> so Rob is there to help her be popular. He's popular. And um, Aldis is like, where were you last night? And she's like, oh, I, I guess forgot. I forgot. So I guess yeah. you f- can forget about hanging out with us. That was pretty quick of her like turn on her. It's like, you forget me once, you're dead to me. Yeah. 
Though I think that is pretty indicative of like high school. Yeah, yes. that's true. Yes. So then it's senior night, which they had at Navy Pier, which is crazy. It did not look like Navy Pier. That was Navy Pier. That did not. That was like, I thought it was a carnival on the side of a pier. But that's what Navy Pier has. That little carnival it has the Ferris wheel and the yeah, thing. Yeah, but it seems bigger than that. I mean, it's different now. Navy Pier is expensive. Yeah, that's what I was thinking the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and I, like, that ca- that ticket to get on that Ferris wheel was like $20. Yeah. Just for that one ride. Yeah. So the Ferris wheel. Well, just like. I'm afraid of the Ferris wheel. Like that whole bit of him opening up to her because he's like, I shouldn't really tell you this, but like. And like I'm he really acknowledges, yeah. he's like, I shouldn't tell you this because I'm your teacher. Yeah. Yeah. And so like he vocalizes the problem with the movie in the moment in yeah. that moment and it's still like and then the audience okay is like, oh shit <laughs> you're right this barely not 90s weird. audiences they're like it's fine it's great it's fine as a teen like as a teenager i did not see any problem with that whatsoever like, oh he's so this is the problem as a teenager like that behavior is totally fine and normal. yes so if yeah. your teacher's coming on to you, you're like, it happened. He never been kissed. And it was totally fine. He was a good guy. <laughs> he just wanted out. her to get a new Dartmouth. <laughs> <laughs> Give her the D. Give her the D. Uh, or the dart. Oh, the God. Dart. There's no. Dartmouth has it's so dart many. <laughs> yeah. Spell like mouth. Come on, guys. <laughs> There's so many connotations here. So Rob spread stories to make Josie popular. This was also uncomfortable. Yeah, because he's like... <laughs> How good was she? Oh, she's amazing. Great. <laughs> <laughs> that is your sister. I, for, I forgot that like she went by the name Josie. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't have an alibi. Like no, it was it like was her, her yeah, legal her, name. Or yeah, or not. That's uh, why I was confused because the school should have done like a background check or something. All they all they cared about is prom. Yes, or just check their records. Yeah, they cared about prom and metal. <laughs> metal <laughs> for the metal detector. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a weapon? <laughs> and then there's the sex ed scene where Anita shows up instead of the, the sex ed teacher. Second condom on a banana. Mm-hmm. Also, it's not that hard, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they really struggled with it. <laughs> penguins. <gasps> the oh, penguins yeah. thing. Penguin metaphor. Analogy. Sam is my penguin. <laughs> but not this Sam. Your Sam. My Sam. <laughs> yeah, not Sam Coulson. <laughs> <laughs> no. Samuel. We'll go with Samuel. I'll call him Samuel. He did give me a very pretty rock. Aww. She's referring to her wedding ring. <laughs> <laughs> so, bad news about the prom, guys. North Glen North is doing Millennium too. Like, who gives a shit yeah. like, that they're doing the same thing? <laughs> they win best prom every That's year. That's right. That's that, is, that is on their banner. It's like best prom in the nation. Yeah. Or something. Like, they don't have sports shit up. They've got best prom. Yet their baseball team is, I guess, when Rob comes along, so oh, good yeah. that they go to state. Yeah. Yeah. So, Josie... Comes up with a new theme because Guy tells her to. That was weird. Like, that's the reason she becomes popular is because she came up with the theme. Well, I guess when they, they, they think prom is so cool, mm-hmm. I guess maybe. But, like, he's, why does Guy ask her to do it? Because Ra- Rob implanted the seed mm-hmm. that Josie is the coolest. Yes. So Josie will know the answer. <laughs> And everybody's like, oh, that's a great idea. You're the best person, Josie. We so love you now. Yeah. I mean, it's just illustrating the fact that Rob said once one person thinks yeah. you're cool, they'll Everyone all be too, too scared to question it. 
Yeah. This was like Can't Buy Me Love. (gasps) (laughs) Meant for each other is the new theme for the prom. Which is a good theme. I like the idea of going to a prom in costume. costume. Yeah. Yeah, And it's like famous couples throughout time. Like that's a great. That's mm-hmm. a great concept. Yeah, and I also have always really enjoyed that friends went to this prom together. Like yeah. they had group of friends yeah. and things. Like the nerds went as DNA. Yeah, yeah. that was great. great. Those four random guys who went as the the village people. Yeah. <laughs> then uh, there were some couples. Star Trek characters in the background. Um, There's some Adam and Eve, some uh, Danny Zuko and Sandy from yep. Greece. Yeah. Some um, good, some good costumes. Hunter S. Thompson and what's his face. Benicio del Toro. Benicio del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got this montage of setting up for the prom and also hanging out with Coulson. Yeah. yeah he, was like, whole, he was like on prom committee or whatever. Because yeah. there are no other teachers. <laughs> <laughs> so He's like, on all the committees. It's all, and it's all caught on camera where like she's like playing, like they're painting each other. Yeah. And, and like... I love how at the office they're all like, it's so romantic. Except for Gus who's like, this is your story. Yeah. Everybody else is like, it's so like sweet. You guys have it so bad for each other. Get yeah. the Dartmouth. Get the, <laughs> Dartmouth. Get the Dartmouth. <laughs> so she's totally transcended. She's hanging out with the popular kids now and being crunched on by Guy. Did we talk like that? What? Like In we- high school? Yes. Like what part? Like where you just make up random words and they mean something. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> no, like we d- Rufus? No, we totally did. I just can't remember any of them, but I know we did. I, I mm. feel like That's I was like, the odd man out that I I'd never, unless I just never participated That's in just it. like pre-memes, though, you know? Yeah. We do that now as adults. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do we? Totes my goats. <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> <laughs> Valid point. <laughs> Um, so back at work, Josie has this check-in and Gary Marshall says, we want the story in two weeks or you're fired. And Gus, both fired. Two weeks. Get two it weeks. done. You're fired. No wieners for you. No <laughs> wieners <laughs> for you. <laughs> so there's this raging party at Rob's, which is their parents' house. and um, Which, got- where are their parents? Never dead. (laughs) (laughs) Rob killed them and buried them in the back. Also, like, Josie's name is on the door, and they're like, that's not like addressed by Guy at all. Like, (laughs) yeah, I know. He supposedly checked out all the rooms to see which one was. Yeah. And he even says Rob's younger, Rob's sister must have been a total dork. Yeah. And like, (laughs) didn't put together Rob's sister's name is Josie. Hey, that's your name. You guys kind of look alike. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's uh, that smart. (sighs) So yeah, guy asks Josie to prom and then leaves. In a scene (laughs) that had a ton of sexual tension and then none at all at the same time. Like it feels like there's going to be a kiss and then it just feels like he was like going to grab her or something. Yeah. Like he was going to, he was going to try to sex her. Actually, I got more sexual tension between Drew Barrymore and David Arquette, (laughs) especially the night of prom where she's just like, Rob, let's meet so but they get like really close. Yeah. It definitely looked like they were going to (laughs) kiss. Like she even goes forward a little bit and like, looks like she's going to kiss. Yeah. And then like goes for the hug. Yeah. That was weird. Maybe they were secretly dating. No, maybe. Uh, so it's one day till prom. 
one day. Sam has a, a little meeting with Josie and pushes her to go to college. Says, you know, I said. Where were they? At the school in the front. It didn't look like the school. It looked like some weird like Italian restaurant with the flowers and st- stuff. It was like very park romantic. Well, those were all the prom decorations. Oh, okay. I don't know. They were they were on their way to prom, I guess. Pushes her to go to college. You know, it's like I sent it. You know, I sent your writings to the people at Dartmouth, and they said you're fantastic. And she's just like, "Oh, you really believe in me?" Let's just hope that a 25 year old copy editor can write like decent high school papers. <laughs> <laughs> True. Fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> so this is where John C. Riley is like, "This is your story. This pervy guy right here on screen, your teacher." <laughs> Write about him. Yeah. Catch him. Bone him. She's like, no. No. There's another story here. The mathletes. I don't know. Because <laughs> literally there's, there's like no drama at this school other than the fact that she's there. Yeah. Like, it's a very normal high school or like movie high school experience. Yeah. Like she could have gone and done a story about bullying. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I that felt like she did Sex scandal that's what sells well, bullying is a scandal but the teacher like, the teachers could be bullying by putting sombreros on people's heads mm. <laughs> yes that's the big scoop <laughs> so then it's prom night everybody's all dressed up rob's girlfriend <laughs> 16 year old gymnast wants to have sex with him he as just, she like puts her leg behind her head yeah, yeah. to prove her flexibility and he says that's cool put that away <laughs> put that away Let's go dance. It's boogie. <laughs> <laughs> the nerds show up as DNA. And then there's prom court where all the popular girls and guys get court. And then there's prom king and queen. It's Guy and Josie. She did it. <gasps> she achieved life goals. And like all the people in the newspaper are, cheering are like, her. yay. And George in the van's like, I knew you could do it. <laughs> you go, girl. <laughs> she did it. She became popular. Um, so there's this dance with Guy and Josie, but then some time passes and then Sam. Which they don't kiss at, which like it feels like a very like he's like, you rock my world. Yeah. Doesn't kiss her. And I feel like that's a that was a conscious choice of the movie to be like, we're not going to put her at fault in any way. Mm-hmm. Like if they if she kisses him, then it's a problem when yes. she reveals he's 25. Yeah. Or she's 25. He's thinking about his sword. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> but then Sam asks Josie to dance. Yeah, that that was too that was over after, so many lines. Isn't for it me. like after he revealed his girlfriend? Yeah. This is where they up. talk, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, My girlfriend left. Let's dance. Yeah. Child. And he <laughs> says he says you're amazing. This is yeah, this is where I just It's really bad. Yeah. It just no, you acted upon nope, no, no. But she's gotta be at least like eighteen now. No. Still, <laughs> he's still a teacher. It's you like wait that's until after they yeah. yes. graduate. Yes. Even if even if she was eighteen and of age, it's still a problem that she's a student of his. Yes. Yeah. I see. I was friends with teachers and stayed in contact with my teachers through college, but I didn't have like phone numbers or email ad- like personal email addresses until I had graduated. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I had one teacher who said no, like they have rules about that stuff. Don't do it. This was slightly after the history teacher was caught in the closet with mm. one of my classmates. Yowza. 
Um, they're they're dancing, and he says one of my favorite rom com trope lines of "There's something I need to tell you." Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is he gonna tell her? Because he never tells her. Mm. Is he gonna tell her that he likes her? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Dude. I was gonna say this is like totally inappropriate, but you're 18 now, right? He says, Just "Once you graduate me, and go to college, we're let's hook go up." Go to Dartmouth. Get <laughs> <laughs> get that D. Yeah. So she says, "I've got something I need to tell you too." And then she takes off the camera, rips the feed, and then uh, everyone is devastated. Yeah. Well, she also sees in the corner of her eye she's watching guy and all these and the the dog chow for as yeah. smart as aldis is she's very dumb in this moment that guy's just like i just want to dance with you and she's like okay like aldis is smart and level-headed the entire movie and then mm-hmm. dumb dumb aldis and then just josie just is watching the situation relating it to her own life and then she's had enough <laughs> she throws the can and yeah, gets all gonna... over the barbie girls yeah i was gonna say Getting dog food poured on you is not the worst thing that could have happened. Like, there was, they could have been much crueler, I feel. Yeah. Like, dog food's not that bad. But it's because that's what they would call her, yeah. was a dog. Did they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it wasn't done in, like, a lot, but he, okay. uh guy. They called her Alpo. Yeah. Is that a reference to a dog? Does this dog food mm-hmm. brand. Oh, is, is that Alpo. the type of dog food that yeah. they were... Oh. Yeah. There are layers to this movie I did not pick up on. <laughs> it's all about the layers, Chris. <laughs> so Josie's done. Josie's done. She's like, I'm 25 years old and you guys are all dicks. <laughs> She's like, just let people be who they want to be. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. It's like, I am an undercover reporter and I hate myself because of you. And as soon as she says I'm 25, Sam Colson leaves. Yep. Creepy McCreepy leaves. <laughs> <laughs> So Colson's mad. He's like, "You were doing a story on me. I loved you (laughs) (laughs) when you were underage. (laughs) Now I just kind of like you. Yeah, my feelings are complicated now. (laughs) (laughs) He has weird man feels. Yeah, he was like, you telling me I could have been feeling these whole feelings the whole time without being conflicted. Ah. (laughs) All this confliction. Where is he moving? Also, that was never answered. To New York. York to be with his ex. Yeah. Okay. That's what I assumed too. It was just never addressed. No. Um. So then she goes when she goes home. Rob is mad at her as well because she's ruined his baseball career by saying Rob's my brother, my twenty-three year old brother, twenty-three year old, who all he had to do was fail a couple of classes and he could have taken high school over again. So everybody is thinking Josie's pretty boned at this moment, but she. Says, no, I am determined. I'm determined. I know the story. I'm going to fix this. And so she does. She puts on a pantsuit. <laughs> a very nice pantsuit. She looked pants. great she looked in that great pantsuit. In it, yeah. yeah. And their hair was actually really yeah. well done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On a fleek. A whole yeah. outfit. <laughs> she goes to the coach and says. See, more examples of made up words. Yeah, by adults. <laughs> <laughs> she goes to the coach and says, you know, I can get these reporters here to your big game. Can you give me what I need? And he's like, I'll give you anything. <laughs> Which what do you all need? she needs is five minutes on, on the pitcher's mound before the game. Well, and I'm sure and like part of that was getting Rob. Uh, Rob a job. Yes. Oh, that makes sense. Yes. That was the deal. So she writes her article. It's this big article that everybody's reading. With photographs. Mm-hmm. About her whole story. Which makes the front page 
Does it make the front it's page? It's a feature page. Yeah. Oh, so it's not the I front thought, page. It's not the front page. It's like that. It's like whatever. It's probably like the social section. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was confused. I was like, damn, Chicago, were there no murders or anything? <laughs> <laughs> the one day of no murders. There was no murders or political crime, like scandal. <laughs> Obama wasn't in town, and there was no protesting, nope. no cop shooting, nope. nobody drowned in the lake. So the deal is, she tells a story and says she's hurt this one man, and she's going to stand on the mound at the, the South Glen South State Championship baseball game for five minutes, and if that man shows up, everything will be okay. <laughs> Just kiss me. It's okay. Kiss she's me. never been kissed. Just for her first real kiss. Uh, there were so many like flaws in that logic a little bit. First of all, any random creepy dude mm-hmm. could have walked onto the field and no one would have stopped him. Yeah, it would just they would have to rely on her and be like, "You're not him." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that puts her in a precarious situation already. Mm-hmm. And then what if he never read the article or what if he never got the sun times? Well, this is what? like Yeah. This is why I was like the stakes are really high at this moment. Like legitimately, like this is like you asking somebody to get to get married, like on the jumbotron, and then saying no. Yeah. Like if, if she doesn't show up, like how are you supposed to go through the rest of that game? The social humiliation, yeah, oh, so yeah. terrible. And clock and the clock does expire. It yes. does. Yes. It's tra- the music was wonderfully done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sad. But he shows up. He's a little late. Just a little late. Probably got and stuck he doesn't on the say L. anything. He just kisses her. Yep. No, well, he says he says. Um, sorry, I was a little, little delayed. Not at first. He just kisses her. He doesn't mm-hmm. say anything when yeah. he arrives. He's just like mwah, mwah, and mwah. then the effect shot of them spinning. That was <laughs> there was no. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says like, "I'm sorry, I was late." Yeah. She's it's like, okay that you're <laughs> of age. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I know what you mean. And then the Beach Boys in the end. Mm-hmm. High school yearbook photos. Yeah, I love that touch that like all the credits, everybody's credits coming by their high school they yearbook. They did that photo. in that, that Zac Efron movie. Oh, uh, 17 again. Oh, mm. sure. Because he plays the young yeah. version. Young version of Matthew Perry. Yeah. So that's never been kissed. Woo. Now we're going to play a little game. It's not really a game. We're going to do How's My Marketing. Oh, okay. And I've got it right here. Ah. <laughs> the cover of Never Been Kissed. Cover of Never Been Kissed. Would not expect the type of movie at all from that cover. What's the tagline? A comedy with class. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. What do you think of it, Chris? I think it doesn't sell the movie at all. Like It's just like Drew Barrymore looking cute in jeans and a white t-shirt on a cover. She's adorable and cute, but like it doesn't sell the movie. Her. This is all like shots from the end, like when she looks nice. Oh man, well, this she... is kind of the best. This group shot with like Sam creepily behind the teenagers. Oh, Wait, what? <laughs> At least they acknowledge the. He's creep like factor. not even oh, smiling. God, yeah. He's just he's <laughs> totally creepy. He's like he's not smiling. He's just like hello. What is wrong with guy's face? It's airbrushed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> also, is that supposed to be guy? Yes. <laughs> That's a different actor. That's like not him. That's a thousand percent not no. guy. Who is it then? It's it can't. I thought be. it was Rob. No, it's not Rob. That's a that's someone not in the film. <laughs> what the fuck is that? 
You're right. I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not someone in the movie. So I'm just going to say, how's their marketing? Not so great. <laughs> um, let's rate the movie, shall we? Yeah. I'm going to give it three out of five Rufuses. Oh! <laughs> nice. Because it was good, but like I had a, some significant problems with it. <laughs> I don't know how often I would rewatch this movie, mm-hmm. to be honest. Oh, my God. <laughs> if it was on TV, so would you watch it? Maybe. I might stay around for a couple scenes. Uh, let's see. I'm going to rate it three giant vats of coleslaw. <laughs> <laughs> giant Love. vats of coleslaw. Love it. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that's appropriate because it's like, it's so, like coleslaw is kind of like, alluded to as a healthy food but it's really uncomfortable which is kind of this movie (laughs) (laughs) well i love this movie (laughs) i don't know why um just just feel bad this entire time like i mean i i get i get it i have movies that i love that i can't explain why i just do yeah and and, and it's i think it's just all 100 i just love drew barrymore yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i relate so hard to her in this sure I give this movie four and a half wow. flying condoms. Nice. <laughs> that was lovely. Four and a half. I know. <laughs> We've got mail. Mail time. Ashley, who's in our mail bag this week? The nerdy bitches, specifically Liz. Hey. So this is entitled, This Nerdy Bee Totally Approves. Love, love, love this podcast, along with Ashley and Justine. I completely want to be at this slumber party. It's like sitting around with your favorite girlfriends, laughing and drinking, watching your favorite rom-coms, both awesome and terrible, and hoping someone doesn't freeze your unders. (laughs) Two very enthusiastic thumbs up from Liz of the Nerdy Bitches podcast. Go listen to them. Yep. Well, next week we are watching 1999's But I'm a Cheerleader. Oh, that's right. You told me this earlier. Yeah. (laughs) It had to be said like that because that's the connotation. It's really But But I'm I'm a a Cheerleader. cheerleader. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I don't know if I'm emotionally prepared. It's so good, dude. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, guys. It was a lot of fun. (laughs) Thanks. Was it everything you wanted and more? It was even better. (laughs) Will you come back? Of course. Yeah. If I'm welcome back. <laughs> yes, of course. Awesome. Well, if you like this podcast and want to know more, why not become a patron? <laughs> you can support our podcast at patreon.com slash cutaways podcast. Thank you. <laughs> our website, which has recently gone under some redesigns. It's awesome. You should check it out is thecutaways.com, not to be confused with some band in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Is that true? Yes. And you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, or the Fittergram, at Cutaways Podcast. Their Instagram is lit. (laughs) It is. Please leave us comments, rate us, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcaster. I can't. It's so hard. iTunes is so much easier to say. I know. Wait, you can't say, you're not saying iTunes well, anymore? Well, it's not, it's it's not, not iTunes anymore. It's just Apple Podcasts. That's stupid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, uh, leave us a rating. It helps us out so much. And, of course, we'll read it right here. Give you shout-outs. Mm-hmm. 
and love and love because we love you i'll even maybe send you like a hamilton voodoo doll there we go we got hamilton (laughs) (laughs) if you're ready to wait for it (laughs) well thanks again chris for joining our slumber party thank you it was a lot of fun Carly here from the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, a show I suspect was born out of the desire of my co-hosts to get me to watch more movies, but they told me it was where four friends discuss movies they love, but nobody else does. Taking turns, Elaine covers sci-fi fantasy, John does action and adventure, for horror thriller we have Tony, and I do drama and romance. We choose movies, new and old, Marvel when I haven't seen or sometimes even heard of them, and then talk about why you should give them a chance and how they're weirdly connected to other movies we've reviewed. Look for us at facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast, on Instagram at unmoviepodcastdogs, and on Twitter at unmoviepodcast. New episodes drop every Friday wherever you get your podcasts.